following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the Huge Show across Michigan. And the holidays are here, and it's time for you to get in on the NBA action. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up will score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on basketball. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a holiday Moneyline Monday on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. And I know we have listeners all across the state because I was at Ford Field on Saturday. And before, during, and after the game, I can't say thank you enough to the listeners who stopped me and talked, took a selfie. I met families, friends, coaches at the youth and high school level. So many people on a glorious Saturday night where the Lions just kicked the snot out of the Broncos. And they were the Lions we watched earlier this season. They played with a reckless abandon, if I can use that sports cliche. They didn't sit back. They took chances. Offense wasn't good in the first quarter, but got it going when they started completing passes and throwing on first down. They had new names where you had to go, who's that guy? Who's that guy? The coaching, again, Ben Johnson's play calling after the first quarter, last three I'll take. Defense start to finish. You can't sit back and allow that secondary to try and cover people. You've got to bring pressure, and they did it. It was stunning start to finish, and I was sitting right there in section 105. Met so many people. It was one of the best game experiences, and naturally with the Lions winning and driving home with Russ Ortega and Joe Badger, my brother Bob. The drive seemed like 10 minutes home, which is rare. Knowing that the Vikings had lost an OT to the Bengals earlier that day. Smelling an NFC North championship and the first ever playoff game inside Ford Field. And the stars are aligning, folks, because the Rams and Stafford took care of business against the Commanders yesterday. That could be Stafford and the Rams coming to Ford Field. There's no hyperbole or any exaggerations needed to think what that would be like. Matt Stafford walking down the ramp in Detroit 
with his Rams jersey on. And some of those fans who still have their Detroit Rams gear that was actually sold in the Detroit area. And it's Goff versus Stafford. I swear to God, I don't care what I have to pay for a ticket. There is a limit to what I would do. (laughs) I will be there. Oh, all the Stafford lovers, I just took missile after missile all season long through that Super Bowl, through that dropped interception. All I, Niners should have beat them, Bengals should have beat them, but you know what? They won a Super Bowl, and you went out and bought your Detroit Rams gear and your traders, and I know who you are, each and every one of you. I got a list right here of everybody who bought a Detroit Rams T-shirt. I'm praying for that. I really am. I I personally think a playoff game with Stafford and the Rams versus Golf and the Lions in Detroit, to me, is bigger than any other playoff game, including the Super Bowl. It is. You couldn't be a Hollywood script writer in Los Angeles. You had the trade. Obviously, there was a lot of sentiment for a long time that Goff wasn't the guy. And there was one talk show host who stood by Goff. And I swear that guy better give me tickets to that game. Because I I was in the bunker. That was H Day. I was hitting the beach, not Omaha. But maybe Silver Lake Beach, north of Grand Rapids. I, I took all those arrows and I stood my ground and said, what I say that golf will end up winning two Super Bowls before he's done in Detroit, wasn't that? And it would have to go through Stafford and the Rams? Come on. People, are you kidding me? All the season ticket holders I talk to, people, how, how many people listen to the show? We forget we have a network statewide, right, with 19 stations. And you meet people where you're part of their lives. And I met a gentleman from Saginaw who met a woman online and their first date was the game on Saturday. He did say golf threw for five TDs. Lions scored a ton of points. I scored that night. Well, I'm getting a lot of uh, DMs. People aren't calling this out publicly yet. But the Lions are trying to sell the season ticket packages before playoff tickets, I think. Don't get me wrong. I don't know the exact process. But I had a interesting, I won't say who because I don't want to call out people. I don't want them to get into trouble. But how about this, Superfly? So a huge show listener, and he said, I'm shocked by our increase for season tickets. Mine shot up 1300 for two seats for 2024. That's an 89% increase. Hopefully for 2025, we don't have seat licenses. They give you lion's loot 
for renewing a hundred bucks, same as previous years, which is like, come on, man. Cash grab for success, and they haven't done anything yet. An 89% increase on season tickets. I did see Dave Burkett from the Free Press also asking, hey, send me DMs from fans who saw increases like this. It's supply and demand. What you're going to do, though, and you have to be careful with your lions, you're going to create an environment where it's going to be people with the money, and you're going to lose that blue-collar effect in that building, which is your noise. I'm not saying rich people don't yell and scream, but they usually pay other people to yell and scream for them. (laughs) What do you do? Oh, I got into that Rams golf game, but I had to yell and scream for eight rich people in a suite. 89% 89% increase. Man. Now, anybody who's listening who is a Lions season ticket holder, have you had more than an 89% increase in season tickets? And if someone could explain, because I'm not a season ticket holder, are they having you have to purchase your tickets before you can buy playoff tickets? I don't know. I, I, I don't know that. I don't even know if they're printing playoff tickets yet. So you can join in and answer that on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That is the word HUGE to 21000. By the way, Mercantile Bank with locations all across the state because they are a Michigan-based bank. And your money stays right here in Michigan. Like I said, that game, start to finish, that, that was a Broncos team, Peyton Russell Wilson playing for the playoffs. They still are in the AFC, even though that loss hurt with what happened with Houston winning at the end and the Colts beating the Steelers and the Bengals winning in OT against the Vikings. I just I loved everything about the offense the last three quarters. I didn't like it early. I'm like, what's Ben Johnson doing? And then they started making J-Mo really target number two after Laporta. And you got St. Brown and you got Khalif. And Gibbs has emerged as one of the Best breakaway backs in the NFL, and he's only a rookie. And you forget Laporta's only a rookie. And you look at J-Mo, and he's basically a rookie with the injuries and the gambling suspension. And the O-line back, the, the biggest thing I noticed when they announced the starting lineups, when you're looking at the pregame info, having that unit back intact and taking chances with your secondary bringing heat. I, I thought those were the two biggest things because that secondary is not good enough as is to sit back and play D. They're not. You have got to bring pressure. And Russell Wilson did a good job. Again, you get a quarterback who can get away. We watched it with Justin Fields and the Bears, and oh, my Lord, did they blow one in Cleveland. I, I thought Eberflus might be able to save his job, but they had a dropped Hail Mary. Browns and Joe Flacco in the fourth quarter found a way to get the W. Mm. But again, those mobile quarterbacks give the Lions trouble. And I'm telling you right now, 
if that if that's Mullins, the Vikings QB, he's a sitting duck. They would have had ten sacks Saturday night. But Russell Wilson, he's a top shelf quarterback, still is. And the defensive play on the pressure when you had the early forty yard completion on the first play by the Broncos, their first play on offense, and that fumble. I, I thought that changed the game. And man, the bugs is running. <laughs> it, it changed the game. It did. You could feel it in that building because it had the feeling of Lions did nothing on offense. They get a big play, and you, here we go again. That, that's what it felt like sitting there. Here we go again. And it wasn't the case. And they brought pressure, and Aaron Glenn in that sidelines, because I was sitting on the Lions side, and I was watching the sidelines full of emotion from the start. And I said, that's what you need. I get the NFL season is long. Look at the way the Cowboys played at Buffalo last night. They played like they... Couldn't wait to get back on the team playing. They never were in that game. Never. Body language. Physically demanding. 17-game schedule. I'm not saying dudes take games off, but they pick games when to bring it. And the Cowboys have been unbelievable at home, but they've been embarrassed on the road. Multiple times. San Francisco. Philly. Lions, speaking of Philly, and Hurts is going to go tonight. He's trying to play Hurt. Lions are in a spot that if they can go win out, they'll be the two seed behind the Niners. Beat Minnesota coming up this weekend. Win at the Cowboys. And beat Minnesota at home to wrap it up. They could be the two seed. I don't know if that guarantees getting Stafford. Because the Rams have that look like, eh, are they going to lose another game? Niners are playing for home field advantage. So you get a lot going on here at the end where normally they look like meaningless games, but they still mean a lot. And the battle for the wild card is a battle of attrition. Look at the Packers losing to the Bucks yesterday. Man, they just gave their season away with a Monday night and a in a Sunday, Vikings had a shot. Lions were blessed. It was a good weekend in sports. What about downtown, all the Michigan State gear? I couldn't believe that score. We're driving down. I check it at halftime. Whoa, whoa, what, what? It's number six Baylor. And there's one thing I'll say about Izzo and his staff and his teams over the years. Just when you're ready to count them out, they do what? They find a way to get it done. Now the question is, they got Oakland, and that's no gimme game like it normally is on the schedule. And you got the quick flip on that, where he had the quick flip game set up in case you lose. You got another game to get the guy's minds off of getting beat, possibly by Baylor. Instead, he put together one of the best games I've ever seen from a Spartan basketball team. It's up there with the best I've ever seen. I DVR'd it. I watched it yesterday. My Lord, where, where's that team been? I know their losses are, if I can use the word quality losses, right? You get like Kansas, you know, Arizona, James Madison. I, I understand that. But the most frightening thing about Michigan State going into that game, which I said and a lot of people had said and even Izzo talked about it, trying to find guys who wanted to step up. 
trying to find offense beyond Walker. And that was a team effort. And that's the ultimate 40 minutes of basketball that Izzo wants from any basketball team that he's coaching. And his staff. And I'll give their players. They they knew, not that their season was on the line, but if you go get beat by Baylor on home turf, state of Michigan turf, your season could spiral out of control. And that's the way it was looking. I mean, stayed up until Saturday was looking like they're going to be the lower third of the Big Ten. That There's no chance in hell that that team would go to the NCAA tournament. And now you look at the Baylor game, and you're like, okay, Purdue obviously far and away best team in the Big Ten. Who's the second best? Mm, Wisconsin? And that's another quality loss for Michigan State. Illinois? I mean, it's not a deep Big Ten this year. So you're Izzo and the Spartans, you have to figure out a way to go two games over 500 in conference, maybe three, and you're in the tournament. Just a heck of a Saturday. And how about what Izzo said afterwards? This would be the perfect Saturday if the Lions win Saturday night. And they did. Then the Lions sent out something. Thank you, Coach. We took care of business, or I'm kind of paraphrasing, remembering what was sent out. And then Juwan Howard came back. Coach Sanderson, the strength and conditioning coach, it's still up in the air with him. I doubt with him going to HR and everything, but then you look into, are you going to fire somebody? He went to HR, is it retaliation? There's still drama left there, and even Howard kind of left it open-ended. I'm not sold that he is a better X's and O's guy than Martelli. I'm not. There's just too much drama connected to him. Let's see how they get through this season. You know, and when I talk about making the tournament, I, I think they're in that same position where they may need to be three games over 500 in Big Ten play to make it to March Madness. So Howard gets a chance to show, hey, you know what? I'm a quality D1 level coach. We know he can recruit. It's not an issue. It's like watching Dion at Colorado. He can recruit. He can get transfer portal guys. But can you get it done with the X's and O's on game day? You and your staff. And Izzo and his staff did, and that was a thing of beauty, what they did to Baylor. That was a butt-kicking I didn't think that team had it in them, but when A.J. Hoggard and beyond Walker, when those returning guys show that they want it, and there hasn't been a lot of that outside of Walker, that they wanted it. They kind of had that look of going through the motions on, was it the right move to come back? You know, and then you get a lot of hot shot freshmen coming in. I'm guessing building culture chemistry was tough. When some dudes are one and done, I'm going to be out of here anyways, right? And you get guys who have given their entire college careers to Michigan State. I think that's a tough room to navigate and mold together, but Izzo and his staff are very good at doing that. So outside of the Pistons, geez, I'm sitting there and I see the final score and I mouthed a couple of words that probably aren't fit for families. I looked at their schedule. I think they get the Houston Rockets first of the year. 
I tried to count the wins over the next two months, like almost to the All-Star break. I had a tough time finding two wins. They have hit rock bottom. Their rebuild now is into the re-rebuild. And I don't know what they do. You can fire Troy Weaver. He's a GM. What does he do? Agores can people are calling for him to sell a team. You can sell a team. What does that do? My guess is, as I told people sitting around me at halftime, we were talking about all the Detroit teams, that these players haven't connected to Monty Williams, a new head coach. They're because they are drastically worse than they were a year ago. Or maybe Monty realizes these dudes aren't ballers. And I don't care if I run off all of them. I'm going to get guys who want to play on both ends of the floor. What'd they give up? Was it 144? Gosh. Cade is a solid offensive player, but he is horrible on defense. My belief is if you get to the NBA and you can't play on both ends of the floor, you're worthless. I wouldn't last long as a coach with those guys. I go, you know what? You can't play on both ends of the floor. You're worthless. Get out there. Let's go give up 144. Or was it 146? I think it was 146. What was it Saturday night? What was that final? Was it 146-114? I think it was. I can see you got cartoon music playing right now. You're trying to look on your computer and find a damn score. How about you just yell on your phone? 146-114, 146-114, I told you. Superfly, I don't want to hear cartoon music when you're looking like, okay, uh, who they play? Hey, hey, rookie, why don't you pull a rabbit on my head? You want to join in from the Pistons to Michigan State Hoops to the Lions? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. lot to talk about. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions in the next segment. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com from Lansing. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. Look at that crew. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit. Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Big Ten Hoops Insider. And our friends from Celebration Cinema will join us. They're showing the Michigan-Alabama game with the recliners, the big sound, the big screen. January 1st at multiple Celebration Cinema locations Across the state, you can buy your ticket uh, online. People are like, wait a minute, I can watch it for free. What, with a great recliner, the sound, the big environment? It's awesome. Go to CelebrationCinema.com and you can join the huge show at Celebration Cinema North on New Year's Day, Michigan, Alabama at 5 p.m. Join us there. I think I might be doing my show from the lobby until 5 that day, Superfly. So get your tickets now. They, uh, they're showing them at multiple locations. I think Lansing, Holt, uh, Muskegon, uh, Kalamazoo, Celebration Cinema South, Studio Park, and more. Go to CelebrationCinema.com. Let's go to Sam in Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. How are you, buddy? Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. How are you? I'm doing good. Welcome to the show. Superfly says that you're a... Uh, Lion season ticket holder? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was listening to you guys on the show, and I did catch social media earlier where a lot of people in the Lions uh, Facebook fan page were talking about 
you know, their price went up like 40%, 60%, 80%, you know, for renewals. I did get my email today to more or less see my new invoicing for next season, and mine only went up about $150 for the year. So are, are, are you a new season Are you a new season ticket holder? Yeah, or this is will be my second year. So this season we're currently on. Yes, this is my first year. Yeah. See. So what I'm what I'm guessing, Sam, is that the longtime ticket holders who bought them originally are looking at that value and that their price went up compared maybe to when they bought them originally, right? Ah, that would make sense. Yeah, and, that, and that, that's why I'm glad you called, Sam, and thanks for listening in Grand Rapids on 96 won the game. That explains a little bit of it. And it could depend on where you're at, too, on your seats. I should ask Sam that. Where you at? I didn't ask him. Kevin and Kalamazoo listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Kev. Who? Yeah, you're on the air. Oh, hey. Statewide. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm a first-time season ticket holder. I haven't got my email yet, but I do have my playoff tickets reserved. All right, so you I'm have reserved. How, how much were the playoff tickets compared to regular season tickets, if I can ask? Okay, my my regular season tickets were 89 My playoff season for the first game is 189 the second game's 189, and I think that third game's 249 if they make it to the NFC championship, championship game. Well, that would only be two games. Well, it depends. They do that in case they're going to be a wild card team on that first one. So they double the ticket price. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd love to hear from the season ticket holders. Also, get your thoughts on the Lions win over the Broncos. Michigan State just hammering Baylor. You got Juwan Howard back. Pistons stink. Uh, join in one 866 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. And if you want to win Lomas Brown's Lions cart, a golf cart, from the go-to Yamaha dealership in Michigan, Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. Next summer at our golf event at Tullymore in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, we'll give it away. You could be the winner to get into the drawing. Just text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. With Christmas almost here, if you're looking for the big boy power toys for anybody in your life, employees, you name it, uh, the ultimate Christmas shopping destination Impact Power Sports, 14 Mile Road in Rockford, Michigan's newest go-to Yamaha golf cart destination. And they can trick out and customize a golf cart for you, for the neighborhood, for your golf course, for the lake house down south. Whatever you do, business, you need it. Drew and his team can customize it. Stop in and see them at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford. And if you want to get in, for a shot at winning or winning Lomas's golf cart, text IMPACT to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. 
When you shop Meyer, there's no shipping needed. Snow days or shipping delays won't stop us. Get gifts under the tree today when you shop thousands of items ready for pickup in store today. Plus, get a $15 coupon when you spend $150 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. Get everything you need for the holidays in one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Let's welcome in Dan Miller, voice of your Detroit Lions, and what a Saturday night it was uh, in Detroit. He's standing by live on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good, man. Uh, defense start to finish. Uh, offense, final three quarters. Uh, that was Lions football that a lot of people had been looking for. Yeah, and that was what we've seen them do at times earlier in the year. So the one thing I said going into that game was they weren't asking them to do anything that they hadn't already done. They weren't asking anybody to necessarily raise their level of play to something we hadn't seen to meet the moment. They were just asking them to get back to playing it the way they had in the past. And the defense really did set the tone for that game because the offense had some trouble getting traction early. The defense didn't have them behind by 7 or 10 or 14, so they had to fight uphill. It was 
you know, the defense getting the ball back to the offense. I think the defense took Russell Wilson out of his normal rhythm early in that game. And the offense then just found its run and, and got back to playing the way that we've seen them play, you know, often over the last 24 weeks um, of season from one and six last year. And even at one and six, they were scoring a lot of points. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, not saying it was absolutely expected or that it's easy to do, but this team got back to playing the way that we have seen them play when they're at their best. Who stuck out to you? If you had the list, uh, three stars for the Lions on Saturday night in that domination of Peyton Wilson and the Broncos, who would it be in order for you, Dan? You know, I don't know about order, but but getting Frank Ragnow back was huge. And, and when that offensive line is playing together, um, and when you get him back, you're really strengthening two spots, center and guard. And look, there's just a confidence this team has when he's out there and when this team has that starting offensive line out there. And then I thought Jared was really good in this game. Laporta was obviously terrific in this game. Cam Sutton, you know, I talked to Dan Campbell before the game, and, and he said, look, Job one, job two, job three is to stop Cortland Sutton because that's the guy they go to. That's the guy that Wilson will throw it up and say, go get it. And if you look at the previous two weeks, he had 40-plus yard touchdowns in each of those games. And Cam Sutton did a terrific job on Cortland Sutton. And then the defense, you know, give Aaron Glenn credit. He dialed it up against these guys. They were coming at him from every different angle. So, um, man, in that game, you, you could run down the list from Gibbs to Amon Ra to Laporta to the offensive line um, to Montgomery. And, and on defense, you know, different guys that, that chipped in and, and played iffy was terrific, obviously. And Anzalone did his thing. I, I, in a game like that, I don't know that you could just name three because I think so many guys showed up and did their job and did it well. Tim Miller, voice of the Lions, joining us on the Rose Dumber Coffee So now they're in a position, uh, when you look at the road game at Minnesota, you look at how nice the Packers and Vikings opponents have been uh, the last month uh, to the Lions. They're in that position, not only to win the NFC North, but with the Cowboys losing yesterday in Buffalo, they're still a, a legit shot at that number two seed. Anything's possible. And, and we'll see what happens with Philadelphia tonight, but anything is possible, but you know, obviously, and Dan Campbell just got done speaking to the media, their, their first order of business is to lock down the NFC North. And it won't be easy. You're going on the road to play a divisional opponent. You're going on the road to play the defending NFC North champion. You're going on the road to see a team that has no interest in seeing you celebrate a division title on their field. So they've got their work cut out for them. And um, look, I think Minnesota has done a really nice job this year of recovering from a lot of different injuries you know, chief among them, of course, losing Kirk Cousins. Um, but they have found a way week after week and oftentimes different ways to, you know, be competitive, to beat teams and, and to stay afloat. And I know they've run into kind of tough times lately, but this will not be an easy game. Defensively, these guys are good and they will come at you from a lot of different angles. And Jared Goff is going to have to be on his game and this offensive line is going to have to be on their game. And uh, they'll have to go out there and earn it. But look, it's right there for the taking. This is what we've waited for for a long time. A division title, first one in 30 years. A home playoff game, first one ever at Ford Field. It's all right there. Those are all things that come after the game. 
what they have to concentrate on during the game is the exact same thing they did on Saturday night. You know, it'll look different. It'll, it'll have to be executed differently. But play clean football, uh, communicate, don't blow assignments, and, and just play. That's the blueprint right there, what they did against Stanford. Take that on the road uh, against Minnesota, another, you know, inside game in a, in a dome where, you know, weather's not going to be a factor. Just go out there and do your thing, man. Thing that really stuck out to me sitting there right around the 40 yard line behind the Lions bench, Dan, was sending that pressure from the secondary. I thought that was key the entire game. Uh, just not giving Wilson time to get comfortable. Yes, he scrambled away from pressure. We know what mobile quarterbacks can do to Lions, but that secondary isn't good enough to play straight up pass coverage football. And I loved what Aaron Glenn and Campbell did with that Lions defense on Saturday night. Yeah, and and you know what? A lot of that is Russell Wilson at this point in his career is limited. Uh, He's not the guy that he used to be, so I think they felt like they could do that. Um, And and I think you're probably going to see some of that from, you know, Minnesota. Mullins at this point is not Kirk Cousins. But, look, you need to be careful because they have the best receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. And Addison is also playing at a high level as well, and we know what, what Hawkinson could do. So, um, if you're going to send guys, you better be sure because they can make you pay if you don't. And, but I think, I do think they'll challenge Mullins. I do think they'll see if they can get him to make some mistakes like he did against the Bengals. And, and frankly, there were probably a couple that Cincinnati left out there that could have made that game look a little bit different. But um, that's part of the chess match of this game. That's on tape from Saturday night. So Minnesota will be ready for that. So they'll have to give it some different looks. But um, in my mind, you do whatever you can to speed this game up for, for that Minnesota offense and see if you can force them to make some mistakes. Because, look, understandably, uh, without you know Cousins who makes that thing go, they have struggled this year and been a kind of a high-wire act at times on offense and at times without Jefferson as well. So uh, that, that would be my thinking is see if you can force some mistakes from them because that's the type of thing that could swing that game big time in your favor. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, one of the best in the business, joining us on the Roast Umberg Coffee guest line. Lions had the Vikings this weekend. They could wrap up the NFC North title, playoff spot, still fighting for a two-seed if they can get to Dallas and win there. Cowboys have been incredible at home, very average uh, on the road, below average uh, on the road. Danny, uh, so good to talk about a Lions victory with you. I tell you, it was it was electric in there, and mm. it was much needed. I mean, the last thing you wanted was to go to Minnesota and be playing for first place, or you know, for them to be able to get a game closer or keep this thing any more dramatic than it has to be. So, uh, it was exciting. Uh, the fans were unbelievable. Downtown was alive, and uh, it was a great night to have a great game. And now they got to go out and do it again away from all. Yeah, I soaked it all in as a fan. Got there three hours before the game started. Uh, just the vibe in the building afterwards, all good, man. Lions fans, state of Michigan fans are as good as uh, any in the country. Danny, always appreciate your time here on the Huge Show. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. You know, Dan Miller, good man, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. That was a fantastic day. And the weather was cool because it, it was like 50 degrees. When the game got over, we're walking back to the car, and it's still like 47 degrees at 1130 at night. Minnesota losing to the Bengals was big that day. And then the Lions taking care of business. 
We do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day. Your thoughts on the Lions? Michigan State's hoops win over Baylor. Juwan back, Pistons and more. You can join him on this Monday broadcast with 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge Our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Look for Honolulu Blue and Meyer stores and other spirit retailers all across the state. Your local restaurant, bar, or pub ask for Honolulu Blue, Blue Raspberry, Lemonade, and Vodka, and a Honolulu Blue and Silver Can. Saluting your 10-4 and 4 Lions. And look for Honolulu Blue. I saw the Coppercraft Distillery uh, in Ford Field when you're there for the Lions. Final regular season game against the Vikings and also... At least one playoff game. At least one. By the way, speaking of Coppercraft Distillery on 120th in Holland, Friday, a very special holiday spirits edition of the huge show live from the Coppercraft Distillery. Moots, the CEO, said, bring a driver you can sample throughout the show. I said, doesn't work that way, Mooch. You can give me a little take-home care package, but I don't sample. I've been to distilleries, breweries. It can't happen. I got three hours to do, and you you throw down some top-shelf whiskey like Coppercraft has, and I become Andrew Dice Clay. Can't happen. But I will be live. Uh, there are tastings uh, you can buy, and also other complete uh, spirit menu that you can purchase. And also sample by the glass and buy it. We don't have, I can't give away free booze. Okay, I just got to be honest. But stop out Friday, three until six when I'm live statewide from Coppercraft Distillery on 120th in Holland with our affiliate WHTC. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Salt and pepper, Tom and Jerry, rhythm and blues. Some things just always go together, like driving and seatbelts. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. We know how easy it is to buckle up every single time. We know how important seatbelts are for everyone because we see what happens when people don't wear seatbelts. Driving and seatbelts. You just can't have one without the other. Where are you watching the Michigan-Alabama game on New Year's Day? Where you can join the huge show at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids and other Celebration Cinema locations will be showing the game. For more info, go to CelebrationCinema.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. 
how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer taking your thoughts on the Lions win over the Broncos. Michigan State hoops monster domination of Baylor. No one saw that coming. Juwan Howard back. Piston stink. Uh, you can join in when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE, uh, or the HUGE Show on Facebook. Also, if you miss any of our HUGE opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Real simple and easy. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen on your schedule when you want to. Just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the Huge Show across Michigan. And the holidays are here and it's time for you to get in on the NBA action. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up will score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on basketball. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a holiday Moneyline Monday on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number two on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Man, what a great Saturday night for the Lions in downtown Detroit. If you were there, it was spectacular before, during, and after the game. Lions had 10 wins, four losses, three remaining. You watch the Cowboys yesterday afternoon, they look beatable, but at home they've been unbelievable. Lions need to take care of business against the Vikings on Sunday. Then at the Cowboys on December 30th. Vikings at home. Superfly, there's a shot they could end up 13 and 4. 
Man, that's only one off my prediction of 14 and three. They play the way they did Saturday night. They will win at least two more, the two Vikings games. Dallas at home, they have been a different team. But right now, it's take care of business, win the NFC North, get that home playoff game, and it could be Matt Stafford and the Rams. Oh, God. Mm. Jesus says we're sitting here celebrating holidays. I am saying a prayer to you to let number nine take on number 16. Please. That's all I want for Christmas. Mm. And if the Lions could win out, they could be the two seed. Oh, man. You know, still some work to do with the Eagles and the Cowboys. So if you want to join in from the Lions to Michigan State's unbelievable hammering of Baylor, the number six team in the country, Spartan sent a message that our season isn't over just yet. We'll talk to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider. will join us coming up in a few moments. Chris Palace for the Wolverine.com, Jeremy Reisman. Lions NFL insider from Pride of Detroit within the hour. Kyle Austin from Lansing, Spartan, Big Ten Hoops insider. And our friends from Celebration Cinema will join us at the end of the show. They are showing Michigan-Alabama on the big screen with the recliners at multiple locations across the state on New Year's Day. Get your tickets now at CelebrationCinema.com. I know in the Grand Rapids area, for those of you listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, I'll be at Celebration Cinema North, Studio Park in downtown Grand Rapids, showing Michigan-Alabama as well, along with Celebration Cinema South, Celebration Carousel in Muskegon. I also think the Celebration Cinema in Holt in the Lansing area for our listeners on the game, 7.30 a.m. I am curious in Lansing how many Michigan fans there are. It sounds like I'm getting ready to say a joke. And I think Celebration Cinema South. It, is Mount Pleasant and South? They may not be the only locations. Full list at CelebrationCinema.com where you can buy your tickets and join me at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids on New Year's Day for Michigan and Alabama. Let's go to John and Holt. Thanks for the wait. Listening on the game, 7.30 a.m. Good to be back live in Lansing weekdays, 3 until 6. How you doing, my man? Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good. What's on your mind? Spartan basketball. I mean, where's this team been all year, like you said? I mean, that was a surprising victory for them. Nobody Big saw time. that coming. I, I, I think the biggest surprise was the total team contribution to me. Yes. Yes, it was. Definitely. I agree with that. And they look like a team now that could contend with Purdue. And thank you, Johnny and Holt. And and the Big Ten isn't that deep. Uh, Wisconsin, and I don't think they're world beaters. Purdue looks really good. They got size. They got shooters. They play defense when they need to. But that, that win changes the entire outlook on the season. Now, on the flip side, I'll say – Oakland was scheduled for tonight to be a backup game in case you lost it. Izzo's pretty smart with the scheduling. Now you don't want the letdown. 
Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest signing. Tom, how many people did you talk to beforehand that told you, I think Izzo and the Spartans are going to blow out Baylor? Nobody. Nobody. I, mean, I was on your show last week, and, I, uh, you know, Baylor's um, the, the talent that they have in that team offensively is excellent. <clears throat> and uh, Michigan State was desperate. You saw it. I mean, they were focused. They were desperate. Uh, they needed to win. Baylor, maybe you know, nine and zero, maybe a little overconfident, but loose. And Michigan State's rigorous schedule served the Spartans well in that game. Baylor's softer schedule did not serve them well. You match it up together, a desperate team against a team that might have been a little bit casual. And Michigan State got some shots to go down. It started with defense, Bill. Michigan State played excellent team defense. They were more um, with their pack line defense. Izzo does not call it pack line defense. He calls it elbow block coverage, but it's the same thing. It's, you know, take away the gaps, make them shoot over the top. And that might have seemed dangerous against a Baylor team that can get hot from the outside. But Michigan State was no longer out in the passing lanes doing denial defense which they did against Nebraska and got burned. They did it against James Madison. It didn't work out. They went back to the usual Izzo standard of defense, and they did it with a team that was into the scouting report, playing collectively with urgency and some physicality, and it started with defense. And at the other end, Tyson Walker got hot. That was an early TKO. Yeah, they looked good. They looked like Michigan State. You know, the urgency, the physicality, the big question is, and beginning tonight with Oakland, where you don't want that letdown game now after the beauty of that 40 minutes against Baylor, can they keep that urgency and physicality or physicality going uh, the rest of the season? That, that, that to me, is the biggest thing to watch. Yeah, the defense. You know, a lot of times it takes Michigan State, you know, anywhere from 50 to 75 practices to get that defense down. Maybe they've got it down now because they're more of a veteran team. Cohen Carr was uh, a factor as a weak side defender. You saw that. You know, he, he plays hard. He's a hustler. Um, so it's it's bits and pieces of, of getting those things in line. And, you know, the old adage is defense travels. That not only means travels on the road, but it also should travel from game to game. You're exactly right. Can they continue to play defense like that? There's no reason not to. Now, the level of focus that Walker and Hogard had against that backcourt, which included a future NBA player. Um, they were playing with a lot of pride, Hogard and, and Walker were. It's hard to play with that type of focus and intensity every single time out, but something approaching that should be enough against Oakland and some of these other teams. You can't get casual. Anybody in 40 minutes can jump up and, and pull a surprise. But defense should travel from game to game once you get it tightened down. That doesn't mean Michigan, it doesn't mean Michigan State's going to be great every single game from here on out. They'll lose some games. They'll have some they'll have some clunkers. Always do. There'll be some ebbs and flows. But it was if you're a coach, if you're Tom Izzo, the positive reinforcement this sends to your players and your freshmen, this is how it's done. Um, I think there's a lot of value to that for the coaches as they communicate with the players. And the big key is going to be when you look at the Big Ten, I know records may be deceiving, but I haven't seen that dominant team outside of Purdue. But then they lost to Northwestern and conference play the early two games. They're one and one. So uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, Michigan doesn't look like a conference title contender. Wisconsin 
plays well. Nebraska's been a pleasant uh, surprise. No one saw that 9-2 and two start coming. Ohio State hasn't played a lot of big boys there. Maryland uh, seems average. And Indiana, I'm not sold on them at 7-3 and three and blew a big lead against Kansas. So, hey, mm-hmm. the Baylor game gives this team as much needed conference or confidence in conference uh, moving forward than Izzo. I don't know if he's ever needed a game like this before as head coach, but they sure did need what happened Saturday in downtown Detroit. I agree. It was a big game. I'm not sure there's been a big, bigger game in terms of needing right. a win right. in December yes. that early. That's so my that point. Was, and, and they got it done, so credit to them. All right, uh, moving on from Izzo, they get Oakland Camp. He always uh, provides a challenge. He has a decent yeah. squad there. Uh, you don't want the letdown tonight. Uh, this will be Izzo keeping these guys uh, focused. I'm really curious to see how they go from Baylor to Oakland tonight. I agree. And Oakland, is, is, is this is a, uh, an up year for them. You know, they played Ohio State tight. They played Illinois tight. Um, they beat Xavier uh, you know, this is a this is an Oakland team that you, you can't just you're not going to just roll over them. You know, they they don't they they've got this kid Trey Townsend, a junior from Oxford. You know, he scored 28 against Xavier. Um, I think Malik Hall should match up defensively pretty well against him. But Oakland's going to come in. You know, uh, the biggest game of the year for them for all the players and a lot of the in-state kids and the Midwestern kids. Uh, two days after Michigan State had this huge game, it's a quick turnaround for Michigan State against Oakland for a season maker for Oakland, who's never beaten Michigan State. They've been close a couple of times. So this is a real game for Michigan State, no question. Now, before they go, uh, Coach Smith, uh, I, I, I like the hire before he even was introduced uh, in East Lansing, and he has hit the ground running. Now, I'm really impressed with the talent either from Oregon State, Oregon State recruits he's poached, which isn't that bad considering the Pac-12 is down to the pack too, and also some of the transfer portal and high school signings for a guy less than a month on the job. I like what I see early. I think you're right. I think they're doing a good job of salvaging this recruiting class in a three and a half week period of time, which is very difficult to do. They did it a combination of ways. Like you said, the Oregon state commitments that they had that were not from the state of Oregon, you know, talking about a running back from Texas, another running back from Texas. Looks like they got a good chance to get a defensive end from Honolulu. These are guys that are committed to Oregon State. Uh, tight end from San Jose, Wyatt Hook. These are good, solid three stars that were committed to Oregon State. They were able to re-recruit them, get them to visit Michigan State, and every single one of them is committed. It looks like is going to commit to Michigan State, with the exception of one kid from Massachusetts that they did not go after. You combine that with the seven or eight commitments that. Tucker and Harlan Barnett had Harlan Barnett worked to keep those and added another one from Portage, Michigan. And Smith was able to keep all of those. And in the meantime, Smith has set out for in-state and Midwestern, you know, kind of a low hanging fruit, you know, the players that they could flip or maybe some, uh, you know, some diamond in the rough types. There's a, there's a linebacker from Gaylord, Michigan named Brady Pretzlaff, a high three-star that was committed to Minnesota I think Michigan State's got a good chance to flip him. So it's a combination of all those three, keeping the guys that Barnett had, getting the out-of-state guys you had committed to Oregon State, and then coming back to the Midwest for some low-hanging fruit. The combination of those is going to give Michigan State what I think is going to be a sal- it's going to salvage, I think, uh, a recruiting class. that will be like, I think, in the top 50, which is good enough 
and it's not going to be a hole in the program going forward. They got a chance to get a four-star quarterback from Indiana named Tyler Cherry. You add him, and I think it's a class that could uh, you know, be in the low 40s, and that would be a, r- a real solid three-week recruiting class. You know, before he took over, I was thinking, you know, this is a clean rebuild, could be the four- to five-year window. Now I'm kind of leaning that, you know, could they be a, a five and seven, even 500 team in year one, and you know, be that eight-win team in year two, and it might be cut down to three years. But uh, you get a quarterback – uh, you get talent, you get athletes, and I loved what I watched at Oregon State when those late games were on. I thought Oregon State always looked like a team you didn't want to meet off the field. Yeah, you know, this coaching staff, I think they're, they're showing into a three-week period of time. You know what? They've got their crap together, Bill. They've got a plan. They work their plan. They hustle, and it's going to take some time. I mean, they still have to put together an offensive line, defensive line, all those things. The roster is not ready. They're getting off to a good start in terms of a pragmatic stair-step approach to get the thing back on track. Jim Combroni, SpartanMag.com, joining us back live weekdays 3 until 6 on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, the MSU Insider. Follow SpartanMeg.com for the latest when it comes to everything Michigan State University Athletics. Comp, good to hear your voice. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy that Oakland game. Sounds great, Bill. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni. Back live on 7.30 a.m. The Game. Thank you to the crew there. Tim Stout, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. It's like Elvis, first at 10 a.m. in the morning. Then the huge show, weekdays now, 3 until 6, back live after being tape delayed for the last year or so. I appreciate the love and everybody in Lansing. Next segment, Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com. The return of Juwan Howard. What happens with the strength coach Sanderson? Preparation for Michigan-Alabama, the team awards yesterday in Ann Arbor. J.J. McCarthy voted most valuable player, and he'll need to be that against Alabama if they want any shot at winning. Ballas will join us in our next segment. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider. Within 45 minutes, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Big Ten insider within the hour. And our friends from Celebration Cinema will join us. They are showing Alabama-Michigan on the big screens at multiple locations across the state. For the Celebration Cinema location close to you showing the game on the big screen with the recliners, with the adult beverage service, food, and more. Go to CelebrationCinema.com and you can join the huge show. I'll be with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. If you want to buy your tickets there and join me, On New Year's Day, 5 p.m. Oh, Bruce Feldman, college football writer for The Athletic. He's on Fox. He polled all the Big Ten coaches. Anonymous poll, and none of them feel that Michigan can beat Alabama. Anybody else tired of anonymous polls? If you're a coach... You can't just say, hey, I think Bama's going to win. Why why do you have to hide behind all these college football writers like they did with the Connor Stallion stuff? Why hide? If you don't like Harbaugh, say, I hope Harbaugh loses every game. I guarantee right now in the game, 7.30 a.m., I can get 90% of the people who will tell me they hope Harbaugh loses every single game. 90 might be low. They're showing the Michigan-Alabama game at the Celebration Cinema in Holt, which is a great location. 
They're near East Lansing. I, when I first saw the locations that they're showing, Michigan, Alabama, New Year's Day at Celebration Cinema, the first thing that popped out to me was, okay, uh, I'm telling you, well, what's Holt from East Lansing? Ten miles, maybe? I don't know. I don't know the total Lansing geography. But if you want to get those tickets for Michigan, Alabama on the big screen, go to CelebrationCinema.com. Big screen. Hey, big screen. Thank you very much. And if you want to join me for the huge watch party, Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids, New Year's Day at 5 p.m. Speaking of joining me, we got a busy roadshow week. On Wednesday, I'll be at the Ada Indoor Country Club. They have three golf simulator studios. They can do private lessons, book private parties. It's open to the public, even though it says Ada Indoor Country Club. It's a really cool place. They're going to have their beer and liquor license after the first of the year. I'll be broadcasting live there on Wednesday, 3 until 6, all day Wednesday from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. You can stop out and take three free swings in the long drive simulator contest and three closest to the pin swings on the simulator. The winner of the long drive contest will get a Taco Tuesday package for 2024 at Tullymore. Good for an overnight stay for you and your foursome. 36 holes of golf. You'll play Tullymore and St. Ives and a taco dinner on that Tuesday night. Runner-up will get a foursome for Antrim Dells, part of the Agaming Golf Collection near Charlevoix. And then closest to the pin, that winner will get a foursome to play Pilgrim's Run in 2024. And the runner-up there will also get a foursome to Antrim Dells near Charlevoix. This is free and open to the public in all ages. Come take a shot. They're going to have around, is it around food bakery? Around Baking Company? Yeah, Around Baking Company. Food truck will be there selling pizzas and food, and they'll have the one-day liquor license for adult beverages. So it'll be on Wednesday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. You can take those free swings at the Ada Indoor Country Club, which is open to the public on Pettis and Ada, and I'll be broadcasting live statewide starting Wednesday at 3. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer. I shop there. Get a $15 coupon like I did when you spend $150 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout, start redeeming next week, and get Meyer Spiral Sliced Ham for $0.89 cents per pound with M-Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M-Perks ID limit one, plus potatoes, green beans, rolls, and more. Then save even more with M-Perks with a dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices, big deals, and great quality in store and online at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, 
Talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktails available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer on a Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They have Dan Campbell listed as the odds-on favorite to win Coach of the Year. Ryan's from Houston, the second choice, but I think if the Lions win the NFC North based on where they've been, this is like the third time Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, who does a great job on the in-stadium video boards for Michigan football. And also I saw them Saturday night for Lions. This is only the third time in 90 years they've been double-digit wins. Is that right? Or is that if they win this weekend and they have 11 wins? It's kind of historic, so I can see why DraftKings would make Dan Campbell the leading coach of the year. I don't think anybody else... Laporta will be... Well, you know, C.J. Stroud, how does he play when he comes back after the concussion? I think he has the rookie of the year locked up, but Laporta definitely will be on the all-rookie team, if not all-pro team. You make an argument he's the best tight end in the game right now. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by. Michigan preparing for Alabama on New Year's Day at the Rose Bowl, remember I'm having my huge watch party at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids on the big screen. Buy your tickets right now at CelebrationCinema.com. And they also have other locations in the West Michigan area and beyond. CelebrationCinema.com. And also Michigan had their team banquet. J.J. McCarthy named the MVP. No surprise there. And he better be the MVP against Alabama, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's about right. And it was interesting listening, reading the athletic article today about 
Big Ten coaches still whining about things. Oh, Picking Alabama to win. I know. I'm so tired of reading it. And it's almost like they keep moving the goalposts here. They got to beat Alabama to prove that you know that it wasn't uh, all about cheating and so on and so forth. Well, I think they kind of proved that here with the last several wins down the stretch, including two against top five teams or top ten teams without their coach. So, but I think it is going to be JJ because they don't match up well with Alabama. At a lot of positions, you got that elite secondary of Alabama against Michigan receivers who are average to above average as Michigan receivers go. Uh, you've got a team that hasn't run the ball particularly well, this Michigan team, on just about anybody this year with the exception of Nebraska. Even Michigan State shut them down, and they just weren't getting it like they have been the last couple of years and aren't as strong uh, at the center. Uh, Drake Nugent's a good center. He's not Olu Oluwatimi they had last year, so uh, it's got to be a low-scoring game, in my opinion, for Michigan to win. A lower-scoring game, anyway, at least in the 20s, and J.J. McCarthy's going to have to have a big game with both his arm and his feet, Bill, if Michigan's going to win this game. Yeah, from what I read at the Wolverine.com, uh, the team banquet, uh, did Harbaugh, I know you wrote a story, or uh, Anthony or Clay yep. did, I saw a story that did Harbaugh hint at coming back next year? No, he didn't. He said he hopes that some of the seniors will come back next year, and he didn't say to join me or anything like that. I think a lot of people were reading into that. And, uh, you know, I still think there's a big part of him that has that NFL edge, Bill. And as we've said, and speaking to our people close to it who are directly involved, they said if Jim Harbaugh doesn't sign this week, they expect fully for him to flirt with the NFL. It probably means that he has options. His agent right now is Don Yee who represents Tom Brady, who has a stake in the Las Vegas Raiders now, and they obviously have a job open. I think they regret not hiring Jim a couple of years ago, frankly, and hiring McDaniels instead. So that's something that I could see happening. And uh, with Mark Davis, he's got history with that franchise. But uh, either way, um, it's going to be, in my opinion, uh, it, there's going to be a pull. So uh, it could go either way at this point, but uh, Ward Manuel was out of town this weekend, I guess. Didn't go to the banquet, so I don't know how much progress they made on a contract. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a big week in that respect, not just from a recruiting standpoint with signing day on Wednesday, but with what happens to Jim Harbaugh and his contract. Yeah, Bruce Feldman also runs a website, uh, Big Ten Football Coaches Chicken dot com. And every single Big Ten football coach anonymously thinks Harbaugh will leave for the NFL. They want him to. They want him to. That's for sure. And I, I get it. But you know, I do think it would be Sharon Moore, and they would try to the continuity thing if uh, if Drew Harbaugh were to go back to the NFL. Jim will take some coaches with him. So let's see what happens this week. Though we don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's got his family here. He's got his kids in school here as well. So, uh, but, you know, there's relationship issues, too. I think he and Ward Manuel have not seen eye to eye in a lot of areas. So, uh, but he does trust President Santa Ono, who I know and I've been assured by several people is directly involved here trying to get the deal done. There's one thing about uh, the NFL and being a head coach at the pro level, and John Beeline made that move from Michigan to Cleveland because he thought it would be better on the other side not having to deal with recruiting. He saw NIL coming, all the round-the-clock recruiting, travel that you had to do. Uh, it became more of a personnel issue with players not accepting John in Cleveland. But Harbaugh, if you look at the NFL, unless you're a coach that gets on the radar for something negative – it usually is pretty drama-free outside of winning and losing, right? 
unless he brings a drama, right? And uh, yeah. that was the case in, in San Francisco. And But the thing with him is he's been there and he's done it. And I would imagine that he would go to a franchise that would say, okay, maybe, I, I believe Las Vegas, uh, you know what, would probably give him more control and would have some more control in personnel decisions and things like that. So, uh, and I think that's something that would suit him. But having done it before, and, you know, I've spoken to so many people who are close, at least close to his inner circle, including one who is in his inner circle, and said, Jim Lombardi Trophy. He was close to it when he was with San Francisco. Loses to his brother, Bill, on a controversial play. So now his brother's got one and he's got zero. And the quote that was given to me a couple weeks ago was, now Jim wants two of them to one-up his brother, who he loves very much and respects, but there's a competitive nature between the two of them. So uh, I could definitely see that playing in right now, especially he's 60 years old. It's going to be his last chance. He's been here longer than a lot of people expected him to be, including himself. He said he promised Jim Hackett, the interim athletic director, great respect for when he got that job done. He said seven years, and, uh, and that was what he gave them when he – with it a couple of years ago, was all but gone to Minnesota before that interview went sideways. So we'll see what happens. But I could also see him here for another 10 years, Bill, if it doesn't work out the way he wants to in an interview or if he doesn't get what he wants next level. But the fact that he's got an agent with NFL ties now indicates to me that he's pretty serious about this. Yeah, I think there's less BS to deal with when you're an NFL coach compared to coaching at the D level or D1 level, big boy football or basketball. We'll see how that uh, plays out. Speaking of Santa Ono, I saw the photo welcoming back Juwan Howard. Ward Manuel moves quickly on the Howard situation. Nothing was there in terms of uh, the report of the altercation. But then Juwan uh, says, well, you have to go to the report when it comes to uh, Sanderson. So there seems to be some lasting animosity there. Uh, is that story yeah. done and over with? No, I don't think so. Sanderson wasn't there again over the weekend, and uh, you know some of his some people close to him were posting uh, uh, some things from Indiana. I think his son Jonathan, who's an outstanding player, local kid from Saline, close to Ann Arbor, there put up 51 points the other night. He's a high major recruit. I think he might have been down there on a visit. So um, I don't know if John Sanderson will come back. I'll be honest. And the fact that uh, he wasn't there for those two games and. And Juwan said what he said indicates to me that, uh, no, this is not water under the bridge here. And when you fire an, uh, fire off an HR report like that against your boss, it's going to be hard to overcome, right? You've got to have trust between the head coach and the strength coach. That's the relationship that has to be really, really good. And if you look at the one between Jim Harbaugh and Ben Herbert, for example, his strength coach, one of the best in the business, that's got to be rock solid because those are the guys spending the most time with the players. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But right now they've got other guys in that capacity. And the longer it goes, the less likely it is that John Sanders is going to be back in Michigan, in my opinion. It is amazing to look uh, with other coaching situations at Michigan, how fast Ward Manuel will move compared to Harbaugh uh, situations. I did, You know what? Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. It's supposedly it was, I thought it was supposed to be an external review, and in the statement it said internal review. So I don't know if it was just the athletic department that said, well, okay, we, we take your word for it. But I think they interviewed a lot of people in that building, and I think there was plenty of polls to go around. They aren't taking sides one way or another. I have great respect for John Sanderson and what he's done. I've spoken to a lot of former parents and players who absolutely love the guy. And, of course, there are a lot of people that love Juwan Howard, too, and 
just one of those things I think that escalated and uh, you know, once it gets out into the public, though, it, it makes it seem like a huge issue. And we've talked many times, right, about how coaches get at each other. Bo Schembechler used to fire Jerry Hanlon weekly, he said. And uh, and Jerry Hanlon would come back and say, Bo, you can't fire me today. You fired me last week, you know, but you worked through it. This, however, doesn't seem like it's something that's going to be worked through quickly. And you're right, it was awfully quick. And I think part of it was because Juwan Howard was healthy and ready to return, and they wanted him back on the bench for Saturday. By the way, Michigan six and five. Uh, looking at the Big Ten, looking at Juwan, I would think if they don't make the NCAA tournament again, there are no excuses. I know they can talk about the health, and I'm glad he's doing well. But there's been more drama uh, the last year and a half connected uh, to Juwan than success on the basketball court. We'll see how it uh, plays out. But the Wolverines, like I said, undefeated. I think, or, or at home, excuse me, they're three. And two this year, uh, six and five uh, on the season. Uh, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Michigan Athletics there. Also, the walk up to Michigan, Alabama on New Year's Day out in the Rose Bowl. And they'll keep you posted on all the anonymous comments from all the Big Ten football coaches when it comes to Harbaugh. Yeah, what I love is Bruce Feldman from the Athletic and Fox. These coaches can't be brave enough just to say, like, you know what? I'm playing in the Weed Whacker Bowl down in Louisiana, but I think Harbaugh's going to lose to Saban. That's crazy, isn't it? This whole anonymous crap. Uh, It shows how weak they are. If I'm a football player on any of these other teams, after how the situation on lead sign stealing was done and handled by coaches... And by my own coach, and now this, it makes those programs look weak. It does. It does, especially when they don't come out and say it publicly. If you got something to say, like I always say, you want a bad mouth, they do it to my face, right? Be a man and uh, and let's hear it. And they aren't. And it's really them keeping the narrative alive, right? Them and a couple of programs in the Big Ten. I wouldn't doubt it if, if half those quotes came from two programs in the Big mm. Ten in particular, right? Oh, yeah. So we have heard yeah. from ESPN. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah, Tony Soprano once said in one of the great scenes ever in Soprano, there's a reason rats live in the sewer. <laughs> and that's where that pretty much sums it up. It does. All right. Hey, Chris, uh, man, if I don't talk to you before Christmas, uh, we'll get together after Christmas and look ahead to the Crimson Tide and the Wolverines and the Rose Bowl. Looking forward to it, Bill. Thanks, brother. All right, Chris Ballas from... The Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Jeremy Reisman on the Lions went over the Broncos. Look ahead to the Lions and the Vikings this weekend. He's a Lions NFL Insider, pride of Detroit within 30 minutes. Kyle Austin from Lansing on Michigan State's huge win over Baylor. And our friends from Celebration Cinema here in about an hour. They are showing the Michigan-Alabama game on the big screen. At a ton of Celebration Cinema locations across the huge radio network. I'll be having my huge watch party at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. Get your tickets. You can purchase them at CelebrationCinema.com in the Grand Rapids area. If you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, Studio Park in downtown GR in Celebration Cinema South, showing the game. Also, other locations. Where you have a Celebration Cinema. Again, get your tickets while they last at Celebration 
cinema.com. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at TheUrbanU.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to TheUrbanU.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE. When you sign up, if you're a new customer, use code HUGE. Then bet five bucks on basketball and you'll get 150 instantly in free bets. That's with code HUGE when you sign up. We did drop our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Your thoughts on the Lions win Saturday night. I was there. Great seats. Moats the man had the seats. Kind of like Tony Soprano of Ottawa County. Hey, how you doing? 
It's like Sopranos meets The Wire out of Baltimore. Who are you, The Sopranos? Who are you? We're the feds. So your thoughts on the Lions win, Michigan State's domination of Baylor that nobody saw coming at Little Caesars Arena. Man, that downtown was alive. It was just kicking. Man, there were girls, girls, girls everywhere. I tell you, I, you know, I'm never sad at yeah, the 40-yard line about 40 rows up. The beautiful women that would walk by. You don't get those women in the third level. <laughs> uh-uh. If you want the girls, girls, girls at the Lions, you better have good seats. Hey, who are you? I'm Moach. I'm a fat with the wire. I'm based in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm Tony Soprano. All right, we got a couple of road shows coming up. Holiday road shows. Wednesday, I'll be at the Ada Indoor Country Club. Now, that's a public indoor golf facility with three simulators. Really state-of-the-art stuff. It's awesome. And Wednesday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m., everybody can come on. I don't care what age you are. 10 a.m. until 6 p.m., take three free swings in the long drive contest on the simulator and three free swings in the closest to the pin on the simulator. Winner of the long drive will get a Taco Tuesday package from Matt Golden and the team at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Overnight stay for your foursome, 36 holes of golf, and a Tuesday night taco dinner. Winner of closest to the pin will get a foursome to play beautiful Pilgrim's Run just north of GR. And the runner-ups, or yeah, runner-ups, in the long drive and closest to the pin, each will get a foursome to enjoy Antrim Dells, which is right up 31 in between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix. So thank you, Dave Hill, and thank you to the Agamemnon Group and the crew there. So make sure you join me. I'll be broadcasting live starting at 3 Friday, but you can take those free swings 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. Wednesday at the Ada Indoor Country Club on Pettis. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the Huge Show across Michigan. And the holidays are here and it's time for you to get in on the NBA action. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up will score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on basketball. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Holiday Moneyline Monday on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 huge That's 1 866 4843. You ready? Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is hour number three on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that code HUGE when you sign up. A lot of joy and excitement around the state and the Lions Nation with that win on Saturday night. They get the Vikings this weekend. Inside this hour, Jeremy Reisman, Lions NFL insider, proud of Detroit, will join us. They look great, man. Brought pressure on D, had the O-line back. Gibbs has emerged as one of the best running backs in pro football because of his speed. He has. They took Montgomery out of pass-blocking situations. It was really a well-coached game, except for Johnson in the first quarter. I didn't like any of his play calling. Then they started to take shots down the field. Started to get creative. Started to get JMO involved. And you can see he's still... It's still an adjustment period for him to become an NFL receiver. He basically played at Ohio State and Alabama just running by guys, right? And Goff made some great throws to Laporta. I mean, they have a fantastic connection. But that old line back intact. And a ton of blitzes from the secondary. They have to do that. They are not good enough to sit back and just play straight-up defense. Coaching, Goff. Offense last three quarters, defense start to finish. I was there. One of the best game day before, during, and after experiences I've ever had in sports. And thank you to the hundreds of people who stopped me, uh, who listened to the show. It means a lot. It really does. I was even grabbing a bite to eat today and had a lady stop up and say, hey, me and my husband are big fans. She was there in a business lunch. I just want to say I listen to you every day. I, I wish I could remember everybody's name and where they're from. But I want all of you to know who do stop me that I appreciate your support of the show, our marketing partners, Superfly, and what we do. It means a lot. It really does. And it was borderline overwhelming Saturday. Uh, how many of you just stopped and said you listened? So thank you. I appreciate it. If you want to join in, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. We do it on Mondays. Good and bad from the Lions game. Michigan State's huge win over Baylor and Hoops in downtown Detroit. Pistons, not a lot to talk about. Just like It's more of me looking at their schedule saying, can they get the double-digit wins on the season? Mm. And it's another year in college basketball where you don't have the next Shaq. You don't have the superstar in my mind. The instant 20 a game. Then the Wings are playing up and down hockey. I still think they'll be a playoff team. So life is pretty good. Tigers 
are putting together rotation with Maeda and Flaherty. I, AL Central's the worst division in baseball. They, they could contend this year. Life's good in Detroit. I think life is good in sports right now in this state. Even Michigan State football after the Tucker drama, they got the right guy. Izzo gets that big win. Juwan Howard's back. I'm not sold on his X's and O's coaching or his attitude, but we'll see how it plays out. I think if he doesn't make the tournament again this year, I don't know how he stays on. Yeah. It's all good. It really is. So if you want to join in that Copper Craft, Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day. Good and bad from... For the most part, outside of the Pistons, a great weekend in sports. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. That 1-866-838-4843 is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across the state because they are a Michigan-based bank, which means your money stays right here in Michigan. And for the West Michigan listeners on our flagship station, 96-1 The Game, uh, the OK Conference has finally approved realignment. I do have the new football-only conferences and the other sports conferences. It's going to be split. That is up right now at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Go talk about the Lions, man. What a job by that defense start to finish. Last three quarters for the offense. Goff at home at times, most of the time, an amazing quarterback. Laporta, Gibbs, the rookies, J-Mo. Thinking about the youth and the part they played on the Lions offense and defense on Saturday night. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit. Lions NFL insider is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Doing good, Jeremy. I think you, you you cut out for a second there. You doing good? Yeah, hey, I'm I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, I know we talked last week. Uh, you know, outside of maybe the offensive play calling seemed out of whack in the first quarter. Uh, beyond that, uh, it was a near perfect game for the Lions. Yeah. No. Maybe maybe their best performance of the season really felt like they put everything together: offense, defense, maybe some some special teams issues here and there, but. Um, in general, it, it definitely felt like a get-right game, a, a, a confidence booster for at least the, the, the fandom. I don't think um, you know anyone necessarily in that locker room was surprised by what they did or, or anything like that. I don't think anyone was necessarily panicking over some some poor performances over the past month. But um, it certainly, I think, set a lot of Lions fans' mind at ease and, and proved to to a lot of people that this team can still bring it uh, along with you know maybe some of the best teams in the NFL with a performance like that. Yeah, it's, it's it, from week to week, uh, the NFL can change. Cowboys look like uh, they may never lose another game, <laughs> and then they don't even show up in Buffalo. Uh, San Francisco at least early struggled with Arizona before they uh, pulled away. And then you watch what the Lions did to a team that was also playing for postseason positioning uh, in the Broncos. Well, I'll tell you, the number one thing that surprised me was how aggressive they were on secondary blitzes. I did not see that coming Saturday night before the game. Yeah, and I think Dan even said after the game, Dan Campbell said after the game, that was kind of a new wrinkle that they hadn't done in a while. And I think part of it is, is getting Ifatu Melifanu in, in the lineup, you know, him starting at safety. He's a very athletic, very tall, very strong player. 
um, that kind of brings a different set of skill set skill set than uh, than Tracy Walker does. And and I think the Lions were smart to put him in such an aggressive position. I think he rushed the passer four or five times that game. Obviously had one of the one of the bigger defensive game play, plays of the game um, with with the strip sack there. So um, I think part of that was personnel. I think part of that is is. Listen, I, I don't think a lot of people have been giving Aaron Glenn credit this season, and I understand the defense has not been great the past couple months, but um, he is a guy who evolves, who changes a lot, who tries new things. And uh, I think, you know, with, with the personnel changes in the secondary, with some of the new wrinkles to, to their defense, I, I think we're starting to see some of the benefit of, of that adaptable mindset that he has. By the way, Lions uh, on Christmas Eve will take on Minnesota. That will be coming up this week, and hard to believe we're already here. Well, I'll tell you what, between the Lions and Michigan football season this fall just completely flew by. Yeah. Uh, Vikings and the Packers, their opponents have been very kind uh, to the Lions and the Lions fan base uh, the last month. So the Vikings still have two left, I guess. In their mind, they're saying if we can win out two against the Lions, one against the Packers, they still could make the playoffs. So there is something the Vikings are playing for, but – Gosh, if they can just bottle this. I know they're going back indoors, which is a good thing. It won't be outdoors. No game left. At Dallas isn't really outdoors either. That stadium, for the most part, is indoors. So these are good things with the Minnesota finish in Detroit on January 7th. Lions run the table. They could end up as a two-seed, Jeremy. Man. Yeah. I mean, if, if things definitely, you know, the one seed is still technically – uh, available. If you look at some of the the playoff odds, it's like one percent that they can get the the one seed. They they'd really require the 49ers to stumble down the stretch. They, I think the 49ers have you know the Ravens next week, so they could drop that game. They they also have the the Rams, who are you know certainly trending up. So those are two games the 49ers could lose, but then it would also require the Lions to probably win out, which is you know it, it's more on the table than it than it was a week ago, but still probably a little bit of a long shot, but. Yeah, I mean, the Lions are going to have everything in front of them. Um, they can clinch the division on, on Sunday with the win over the, the Vikings, and then it all does become about seedings. They're not going to fall below four. Um, they're not going to fall below three, really. And, and then you can start talking about maybe the Lions climb to the two seed, maybe the Lions make a, a late dash to the, to the one seed. It, it's all on the table at, at this point. And if they play like they did against Denver, um, I think you can start to dream a little bit bigger than, than maybe we were a, a week or two ago. So, um, yeah, it's a really fascinating position for the Lions to be in. Um, everything seems like it's headed for at least a, a divisional title. You know, really the only way that they can't win the division is if they lose out and the Vikings win out. That's the only scenario in which they don't come out with a division title. And so um, that's a pretty good place to be in with three weeks left. And looking at Chase and the Eagles, who have four games remaining because they play tonight, at yep. Seattle and Monday Night Football, they'd have to lose tonight because they finish with the Giants at home, Arizona at home, at the Giants. Now the key is how healthy uh, is Hurts. That's the biggest thing, I think, uh, when you look at that right now. And and the fact that Matt Patricia is now the <laughs> defensive coordinator for the right. Philadelphia Eagles. That alone could be a, a four-game losing streak to end the season. I mean, <laughs> you never know, right? I mean, <laughs> as much as everyone was freaking out about the, the Lions over the past month, the Eagles' defense has been somehow worse, and they have way better personnel than the Lions do. And so that's why they're, they're making some desperation moves, it seems like, with their, with their coaching staff there. And 
I certainly wouldn't have a lot of confidence if I was an Eagles fan and, and the, the plan was to turn to Matt Patricia. I mean, he basically tanked the Patriots offense last year and we, we all know what he did here in Detroit. So um, yeah, that I, the, the, the Eagles are, are struggling right now and you're, you're right. That is an incredibly easy schedule and, and things could fall in their favor to, to still win the two seed, win the NFC East, whatever. Um, but yeah, if, if they manage to falter, you know, the Lions are going to control their own destiny really against the, the Cowboys. So, yeah, I mean, you just, you never really know because, uh, you know, two weeks ago, everyone was talking about the Packers being the hot team and how they were going to run the table with their incredibly easy schedule. And then they lose to the Giants and then they lose uh, this weekend too. So um, you, you never really know, but, uh, but I, I still think the Lions would be a little fortunate to get anything higher than a two seed this year. Matt Patricia must have two storage units full of inappropriate <laughs> photos for the way he keeps <laughs> bouncing back, uh, or, or he's just a great interview. Seriously, must be a good dude to have a beer with, or in an interview, he just knocks the GM, ownership, the head coach who's ever in that meeting over because he's been bad every place he's been his last two stops. And you, you know what? And, and in Philly, you give him the reins on the defense and let them be even worse than they were before and lose out. Matt Patricia will be the most hated guy ever in Eagles history. Damn. I mean, I, I, I don't really understand how uh, a guy can continue to, to fall upwards as, as he is. Amazing. Um, you know, it, yeah. I mean, even right before he came to Detroit, right? Like the, the Patriots defense was really, really bad that last year before he came to Detroit um, as we saw them kind of get blown out by Ironically, the the Eagles in the in the Super Bowl there. Um, so I I don't know. It's it's I, as someone who has met him and, and talked to him plenty of times, I don't think he's overly charismatic and he's he's just charismaing his way to to jobs. But I, I mean, I, he is a smart guy. I, I will give him that. But I, I'm still very much surprised by the tra- trajectory of his career ever since the Lions like let him go. You know, three years ago or four years ago. The other side, if he doesn't have two storage units full of photos, uh, his family must have a ton of money and be investors in the Lions, Patriots, and the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt about that. Oh my God, I don't know what it is with him. I, <laughs> and he was so bad with the Patriots, who were even worse this year. Uh, without him offensively, I think I don't know statistically, just the visual, and we'll see. You know, Lions are there, man. That win was big. What happened? Minnesota losing an OT to Cincinnati Packers losing uh, to the Bucks on Sunday. It's taken some of the pressure off the Lions. They still, you know, can't lose out, like you mentioned. Just go get that W Monday or Sunday and wrap it up, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the simplest way to do it, and and it really allows you some options down the stretch. I know we, we talked to Dan Campbell a little bit today about, you know, if, if the seating is locked in, if, if you've already won the division, is there any chance you rest your starters? And he basically said, the starters are going to get rest at the end of the season. Um, so that probably isn't going to happen, but you know, he, I'm sure he reserves the right to change his mind a little bit. And um, maybe you get a chance to, to play Hendon Hooker a little bit, or maybe you get a chance play Teddy Bridgewater against his former team, you know, the Vikings in the season finale, but, um, and, and it just takes, you know, weight off your shoulders, right? You don't have to suddenly it's suddenly it's not a one game season for the division in, in week 18 against the Vikings. Suddenly you aren't, you know, crossing your fingers that the Vikings lose to the Packers or anything like that. You just, you take care of the division now and, and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff down the stretch. That's, that has to be a huge weight off of everybody's shoulders, including fans. 
Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit Lions NFL Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. Yeah, I don't think you take any time off. I think this team already had a stretch where it looked like uh, they did take time off. And you're getting your mojo back. Uh, you ride it out. I know some will say, well, you're one hit away. You're one hit away every play in the NFL. And playing hooker, I, I'm not, you know, if it's a half in that finale against Minnesota, uh, maybe, right? Hey, you know, CJ could be coming back. I mean, you're looking at, you know, Houston could possibly be there before the playoffs. What's the latest from Campbell? I know they mentioned, what was it, moving a hooker to the 53-man roster, I think. Is that correct? And then some other moves with CJ? Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, it sounds like they're going to try to make some room for Hendon Hooker on the 53. They basically have to um, this week. on By Wednesday, they have to either make a choice, which is, either put him back on the NFI list, which means he can't even practice with the team the rest of the season, put him on the 53-man roster or cut him. They're obviously not going to cut him, but it sounds like, according to Dan today, that, that they're going to put him on the 53-man roster, which um, was, was kind of a tough decision because they're, they're going to have a lot of guys returning from injury, and, and, and they're going to have to put all those guys, you know, maybe upwards of four or five guys. Bruce Irvin is a guy that they might have to eventually sign from the practice squad to the 53, um, and if they do that, you obviously have to cut four or five guys. And to do that kind of this late in the season is a little bit odd. So people were wondering whether it was worth it for a guy like Hendon Hooker who's probably not going to see the field at all. But sounds like they will do that um, at some point in, over the next 48 hours. And then, yeah, um, C.J. Gardner-Johnson sounds like he's going to practice um, on the date that he circled uh, a few weeks ago, you know, December 20th, first practice of the week, Wednesday. He's going to return to practice. We still don't know whether he's going to be ready to play right away. I don't know if he'll play this week against the Vikings. Generally, the way that the Lions have kind of operated, they like to get these guys at least one week or two weeks of practice to, to kind of get their feet underneath them and, and get back in football shape. So I probably wouldn't expect Gardner Johnson uh, this week, but at the same time, he's kind of a big playmaker that they might make an exception for. And then the other news was that uh, fullback Jason Cabinda is also going to return to practice. He's been on IR since week three. I don't know that they're going to ever activate him and put him back on the 53, but I think they're going to give him a shot. Yeah, Kabinda was the other name I saw, and I did see the Irvin thing. And also Hooker, I I know Bridgewater is going to retire. He made that announcement over the weekend yeah. after this year. Hooker is the backup and maybe even the future. You have that one more year with Goff. But where I my thought process with Hooker was there's no film on him outside of before he got hurt against South Carolina with Tennessee in yeah. that – situational uh, series, red zone, wherever it was, throwing a deep ball, I don't know what. You could throw something at teams in the playoffs where they have zero film on them. That'd, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, that'd be putting a lot of trust in a guy that's only been practicing for a month or two, to, you know, on a very high stage, high stakes stage. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of like where your head's at a little bit, you know. It, I, I think that's when you kind of pull some of the tricks out of the bag, especially if you need it. I mean, if the lines are playing – as good as they were, they played on Saturday night, maybe you don't need to do that. Maybe you can just play your game and dominate teams and, and, and get yourself into a deep playoff run. But, you know, maybe they have one or, those, one or two of those tricks in the bag and, and maybe it's Hendon Hooker. The problem is, do you even have Hendon Hooker active on game day or would you rather have Teddy Bridgewater there just in case? Or can you, can you find room for, for both? Um, I, I, I would think it's probably unlikely that they're going to ever put Hendon Hooker on the on the active game day roster. I think they're going to make him inactive pretty much every week and probably designate him as the emergency quarterback. 
but you can only use your emergency quarterback if the top two guys get injured. And so you, you can't, you know, run a play out there with your emergency quarterback in any sort of situations unless um, you designate him as, as a as a game day roster guy. Well, and that's why, though, I agree with you what you said earlier, uh, Jeremy, that why even then take up a, a roster spot where you might need depth on the D line or in the secondary at linebacker. Yeah, uh, and why even why even put them there? Because if you're going to put them there, you must have some rhyme or reason. I guess you'd want him to have the practices and have basically about a month of practices, which gives him another borderline extended mini camp to be ready for the spring and training camp next year, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's it. Like right, they yeah. they just want to make sure that that he gets as much practice in this year as possible. It's also about evaluating too, right? Because but you said it, Teddy Bridgewater is retiring at the end of the season. They need to know whether Hendon Hooker is a guy they can trust to be a backup quarterback, or maybe they sign a veteran next year that, that you know, is basically the, the number two guy until Hendon's ready. So it, it's about getting an evaluation. It's about getting him as much reps as, as he can possibly can as, as a quarterback three on the roster. So um, that might not seem like it's worth it right now, especially when the focus is, Right now, you know, the, the, the playoff run that's, that's ahead for this team. But, um, you know, backup quarterback is also a pretty important position to think about long term, as we've seen this year all across the AFC. So uh, they're, they're putting a little bit of an investment into into him this, this you know, for the fa- final month of the season or so. Jeremy Reisman, follow Lions NFL, Pride of Detroit, Twitter, Facebook, online. Good stuff as always, Jeremy. Enjoy the week and happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays to you and everyone there. All right, Jeremy Reisman. I love his insight. I like people that, you know, when you have a conversation, everybody doesn't agree on everything, and then you kind of work through it. I can see the hooker evaluation. Is he good enough to be Goss backup? And also, if he looks really good, how this season finishes will decide whether you're going to give Goff that new deal. I mean that. You've got to ask yourself, if you get the playoff game and you win the North and he can't win the home playoff game, are you going to sit there and reward him with $55 million a year over four years? Are you going to do that? Or do you see your future with Hooker? That, that's the evaluation process, why they want him to be practicing. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, uh, with the holidays, if you'd like the ultimate gift, and that would be getting in on the action and having a shot at scoring big. Well, here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting 5 bucks on basketball. An instant win and gift just for you. If you're a new customer and you use code HUGE when you sign up and bet 5 bucks. On basketball, also you can upgrade your bet slip this NBA season with DraftKings' new and improved same-game parlays anywhere feature. Uh, now you can build same-game parlays anywhere without any additional steps needed. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today to experience all the new features, including live parlay leg tracking, player pages, and more. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers, like I mentioned, can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE. The crown is yours. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. That's 21 and up to play. Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 100 and 68 hours after issuance, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. So the callers online will get to your huge opinions. And also Kyle Austin, MLive.com, MSU, and Big Ten Hoops Insider. We'll talk about that win by Izzo and the Spartans over Baylor. Not just a win, but the destruction of Baylor in downtown Detroit. Austin from Lansing next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions continued their primetime onslaught by reeling in the reins to the Denver Broncos on Saturday night aimed downtown in the Motor City for the 42-17 final against the team that came to Detroit, winners of six of their last seven. Detroit improved to 10-4 on the year with the victory, marking just their first 10-win season since 2014 and only the third since the turn of the 21st century. Double-digit winning seasons have been a rarity for the franchise. This is a special achievement we are witnessing. Since the Lions moved to Detroit back in 1934, this marks just the 10th time in team history Detroit has won 10 or more games in a single season. Jared Goss' five-touchdown performance made him the first quarterback in franchise history to throw for consecutive seasons of 25-plus passing touchdowns. A very special Saturday indeed for Detroit. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. The day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined. At Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, something we do each and every weekday, 3 until 6. If you miss any huge opinion, interview, our full show, our podcast are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. We do have our... Coppercraft Distillery, Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day. Good and bad from the weekend in sports. Great Saturday in Detroit if you're a Michigan State fan with what they did to Baylor. Lions getting that W. Like Izzo said afterwards, that would make it the perfect day in Detroit. An impressive blowout win by the Lions and Izzo and the Spartans, and nobody saw that coming. Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan, Big Ten basketball insider, he is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Doing good, Bill. All right, so going into Saturday, you know, it's Friday, Thursday, a couple days before, morning of. What are you thinking when you broke down Baylor, you would watch Michigan State every game? What were you thinking would happen Saturday at Joe Lewis, well, actually, Little Caesars Arena? You know, I will say I thought that they had a chance uh, for a couple reasons. One, um, I thought Baylor's ranking was maybe a little inflated, um, 9-0, and but really hadn't played the tough schedule that a Michigan State or a Purdue or a team like that had. So I thought maybe they weren't quite as good as we thought. Uh, and also I thought the desperation factor would be um, something for Michigan State. You know, they, they knew that this was really their last big non-conference game, their last top-10 team really they're going to play probably until – Purdue at the end of the year, and they came in at four and five. They really, really needed that win um, for their resume and to stay kind of on the right side of the bubble heading into conference play. So I thought between those two things, they would have a chance. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I knew they were going to be up 30 in the first half. I think that shocked everybody, myself included. But uh, Michigan State, I think, played like a team that really, really needed that win. What was the most impressive thing you didn't expect that you watched their courtside in Detroit on the MSU? Side. You know, eight for 12 from three, um, you know, was surprising. I was kind of getting to the point. I mean, you, you followed this team. Um, the shooting was, if you're poor in just about every game, and it got to the point where, you know, I was wondering, hey, maybe this is just not a good shooting team. And for whatever reason, they're spacing without Joey Hauser or um, not having the right personnel or what have you. I thought maybe they just wouldn't be a very good shooting team this year. And, they, and they'll probably still take a step back from last year, but. Um, I think they proved really for the first time that they can have games where they can really um, shoot the lights out and, and play with anybody. And, and they defended well. That would be probably number two on the list. Is they had they kind of slipped uh, defensively against the best teams, but really from that opening possession against Baylor, they got a shot clock violation, uh, didn't allow hardly any open shots, uh, defended the post well. Uh, Baylor came in as the number two offense in college basketball. They were scoring 80-something points a game in Michigan State. I thought really for almost 40 minutes, uh, really played standout defensively. Yeah, I thought the defense, uh, the intensity. Now the question is, can they bring that every game? 
I'm really curious with this Oakland matchup tonight, a game that was put there as uh, as a protection game just in case you lost to Baylor, that the team could move past it. Now you destroyed Baylor, and they can't have a letdown tonight. I'm, I'm really – you know what? If they bring that intensity and go to work and post another impressive win, and again, I'm not going to expect them to be up on – Oakland by 30 in the first half, but just get a good solid 40 minutes. That will tell me a lot about where this team is going come first of the year. Yeah, and I, I can tell you that they were on letdown game alert almost immediately after that. As you know, from his opening statement, we're talking about can't be coming in. I mean, he knows Oakland. Uh, you know, they're pretty good this year. They won at Xavier, uh, played played Ohio State to single digits on the road, played Illinois to I think 11. So. They've knocked off one power team and come close with another two. So they, they're more dangerous this year. Um, I think if Michigan State plays the way that it can, it should be able to take care of business. But uh, And you're right, a very short turnaround, only two days um, coming off. Um, really exuberation um, after that game and a, a huge sense of relief having gotten that one. Um, it's certainly a danger, but I think it's a danger Michigan State uh, was very aware of and is going to prepare for accordingly. Kyle Austin, MLive.com, MSU, Big Ten Basketball Insider, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I know when you look at the Big Ten standings, you see a lot of great teams with records over 500, but not a lot of quality wins uh, in conference play outside of Purdue, who has been outstanding. It looks like a team that could win the national championship. Wisconsin, a team that won uh, at the Breslin earlier, uh, they look solid. I don't know if they're... Final Four worthy. So if State can play like they did Saturday, they'll be in. By the way, Purdue's already lost in the Big Ten. They're one and one after the two early games. They lost in Northwestern. So, you know, you, you can't hit the broad side of a barn in a basketball game. It's tough to win no matter who you are. So if State can play like they did against Baylor, uh, they'll be there at the end in the Big Ten. I, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, there's some teams that have, I think, looked better than Michigan State on the whole, but. Um, outside of Purdue, um, nobody that really looks unbeatable. I mean, Wisconsin beat Michigan State here, and then they go went and got destroyed by Arizona by 20-something. Um, Illinois has been pretty good, but really hasn't beaten a top-tier team yet. Um, and Ohio State, you know, same sort of deal. Um, pretty good, but, but nothing, nothing too unbeatable. So, I mean, obviously it looked – for a while there, it looked like Michigan State being the second-best team in the Big Ten um, looked unlikely. Uh, I mean, they started 0-2, but – uh, if they can keep playing anywhere near like they played against Baylor on Saturday, I, I think they'll be good. Because you're right. I mean, it's, there's not going to be a bunch of top five, top ten teams this year. It's going to be a little bit down, and I don't think they're going to get their typical eight teams in the NCAA tournament. I think it'll be more like five or six. Um, but I think if Michigan State uh, can play the way that it has been, or at least it did on Saturday, it can certainly be one of those. Kyle, appreciate your opinion on the win over Baylor, the Oakland game tonight, and where the Big Ten is at. We'll talk soon. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Bill. All right, Kyle Austin from MLive.com, Michigan State Big Ten Hoops Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line to the callers online. We'll try and fit you in. Final segment on the way, and we'll talk to our friends from Celebration Cinema. They're showing the Michigan-Alabama college football playoff game on the big screens with the big recliners, with the big sound, with food and adult beverage service and more. I'll be hosting a huge watch party at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids on New Year's Day at 5 p.m. You can buy those tickets right now at CelebrationCinema.com. They also have other locations throughout West Michigan and across the state that will be showing Alabama-Michigan on the big screen. We'll get an update on those games 
Coming up next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. When you shop Meyer, there's no shipping needed. Snow days or shipping delays won't stop us. Get gifts under the tree today when you shop thousands of items ready for pickup in-store today. Plus, get a $15 coupon when you spend $150 or more this week in-store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. Get everything you need for the holidays in one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Where are you watching the Michigan-Alabama game on New Year's Day? Where you can join the huge show at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids and other Celebration Cinema locations will be showing the game. For more info, go to CelebrationCinema.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. I've been telling you about Celebration Cinema locations. They're showing Michigan-Alabama college football playoff game on the big screens with the big recliners and more at multiple locations. I'll be having that huge watch party at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids for the location close to where you live. And get your tickets, go to CelebrationCinema.com. Scott Daw is president, uh, COO of Theater Sports Network. They're putting the broadcast on at Celebration Cinema. He is standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome in. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. All right, uh, let's talk about uh, this venture into 
college football on the big screen. People buy a ticket like they're going to a movie, and they get the big movie experience. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's, I think that's what we're all looking for, right, is a chance to, to gather, to be with friends, family, fans, complete strangers who are, who are suddenly our best friends and to, to support Michigan on to, to a victory. And, and to prove these anonymous Big Ten coaches, uh, to see them proven wrong in, in the theater. Yeah, and, and it's different than watching at home or at a buddy's house or family members because you get the experience with the theater, with the big sound, with the big screen. Uh, there are multiple locations in Grand Rapids and across the state with Celebration Cinema showing it. Go to celebrationcinema.com. Tickets, uh, all the locations, celebrationcinema.com. I'll be at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. Uh, I, this is kind of a, a walkout venture beginning with uh, people watching their favorite teams inside big theaters. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned big screen, big sound. You're gonna, you know, they're gonna get they're gonna get ESPN commentary, replays, analysis. This is this is really the the best of the best of all worlds, Bill. Where where the fan experience is is second to none. And how has the response been to uh, with your group, Theater Sports Network, not only here in Michigan but across the country? How's the response? been to sports on the big screens i think people are are craving and clamoring towards alternative content we've we've heard from fans exhibitors all across the country and you mentioned all across all across michigan so the response has been the response has been great um and we're we're excited to bring this to bring this game and and multiple other games and all other alternative content to to fans and 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 um theater goers across the country. I really think with the evolution where movies and theaters are going and a lot of home releases within theater that you get that sports experience where you can watch it in a bigger setting, seeing you can't go to the game or you don't have time to travel. I I think there's something there. There'll be a growth cycle, a growth period, but anybody listening, you want to join me at Celebration Cinema North for Michigan, Alabama, go to celebrationcinema.com, get your tickets. Also, anybody listening across the state where you have a local celebration cinema, you can find out if that local theater is showing Michigan, Alabama, New Year's Day, 5 p.m. is the kickoff. And Scott Daw is president and COO of Theater Sports Network. They're putting it on. Uh, CelebrationCinema.com. I get a lot of people ask me. I know in Grand Rapids, if you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, I'm at Celebration Cinema North, Studio Park, Downtown GR. Their newest theater will be showing the game also Celebration Cinema South towards the Kentwood, Caledonia area. Uh, also showing it again, CelebrationCinema.com. Scott, uh, look forward to my first experience with Theater Sports Network at Celebration Cinema North. Hey, Bill, we're excited to, excited to welcome you to, to the North location and, and looking forward to this, this, uh, this great opportunity. Yeah, keep, keep up the great work bringing people different experiences, okay? We'll do it, Bill. Thanks. People can go to theatersportsnetwork.com and sign up for updates. So hope to see you at the game. All right, theatersportsnetwork.com. Get updates when games are coming on the big screen to your local area here at Michigan. Theatersportsnetwork.com, celebrationcinema.com, and you'll see the link uh, to click on Alabama-Michigan tickets for New Year's Day. Scotty, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Bill.
All right, Scott Daw joining us. Yeah, that will be um, interesting uh, how that plays out. The game itself. And then the big screen and the new theaters. I got to watch it because I fall asleep. Those recliners are so darn comfortable. And they put recliners in all the theaters. And J.D. Lokes and their team, they know what they're doing. So join me for the biggest watch party on the biggest screen on New Year's Day, 5 p.m. at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. Get your tickets right now for all locations at CelebrationCinema.com. Now, if you missed any of our conversation today, our podcasts are always free. All you have to do is just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.